I know it's been a while, guys, but welcome back to the Southeastern High School Athletics Podcast. On this week's episode, I have head coach of Harrelson County Rebel Wrestling, Coach Ryan DePrima. Um, we talk about their season since we last talked on December 21st. Um, we look into the region and area and state duels, and then we look ahead to Saturday, February 4th. Area duels at Rock, or area individuals at Rockmart. Um, I'm going to try to be more consistent with these. Um, again, I apologize for the delays, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey, man. Hey, coach. How's it going? That's going good. I finally got it to get through. Hey. Uh. So how's it going? How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Uh, left practice about an hour ago. I gave the guys a little short practice tonight. Um, rolled all the younger guys and just you know, end of the year stuff. Nice. So you guys have have area tomorrow, correct? We do. Yes. I'm assuming it's at Rockmark, but I'm I'm just guessing. Yeah, yeah, it's at Rockmark. Ah. Well, uh, looking back, last time we talked, you guys were headed into Armurchie and to that big tournament uh, back in uh, this November, late, late November, early December. Uh, December twenty first and twenty second. Uh, how how have things been since then? Oh, we've been good. Um, you know, me and the kids. Let's see, we model at Douglas County on a Wednesday. Area was on. Beat model at Douglas County, and it was one of those weird things to where you know you beat a team, and the score was like fifty-four to twenty-four, and then I had six guys score pins, and it was like an area we wrestled model first because they were the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wound up losing to them, uh, and those six they all got pinned. <laughs> So it's one of those things to where, you know, you you uh, kind of go in with a plan and uh, talking with the my guys, you know, it, it kind of shocked. I was talking to a couple of the coaches, and they were – and I was like, nah, man, model's a good team. You know, I, I expected it to be uh, – one of my kids always says this. He calls it a dog fight. I mean, I expected it to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, not knocking them. They're a great team. Um, and, I you know, so I think we peaked – uh, and, and then we had a couple guys get sick and, but it is what it is, you know, it's, that's wrestling. Uh, so then we wound up, we ended up as the third, um, which is still good. You know, I, I don't think we even did duels. We've had a team for seven years. The first time we placed was three years ago. The first time we beat Bremen. Uh, so it's a learning process. I've got a young team and usually that's what I tell my coach or any of the coaches that talk to me about it is, you know, I've, I've got about five guys right now that are almost unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're just great. They're wrestling good. Uh, they're confident. Um, they're just peaking at the right time. And then the rest of my team, I mean, they're all kids, you know, they're ninth graders, 10th graders. Uh, they don't really understand the, you know, the, the consequences of a duel. 
you know, they, they just don't understand that stuff yet. It's not, you know, two or three years ago, we had really heavy hitters in the top uh, seven. And so we could afford to give up a couple, you know, in, in the lower weight classes. And we just, if we're going to win, we've got to, we've got to win where we know we're going to win. And we've got to beat some people that we shouldn't beat. So, well, not to, you know, take anything away from you guys, but you guys are in a tough area. You got Fannin and Rockmark in that same region. Well, we're not actually in the region. So, like, Fannin is not with us. Oh. Area, Fannin is not with us uh, in our section. So, and see, that's the thing. We're not a region. We're actually an area. So, there's only six teams in our area, and it's Gordon Central, North Murray, Murray, Rockmart, and us. And, okay. uh yeah, I mean, don't feel weird about that. Everybody thinks that Fannin's with us, but we actually won't see Fannin until the state tournament because they're in the B section. We're in the A section. Uh, they have their own little area up there. I think they're in there with, like, uh, Union County and uh, Banks County. I can't remember the other. there, But, yeah, I mean, Fannin's tough. Uh, I mean, 2A is not – I would argue that 2A wrestling is not 1A. Uh, 1A is like murder <laughs> or throw. Yes. Um, I would argue that it's not uh, 4A. 4A is tough. Um, I think that there's not a lot of – in 4A, I would argue that there's not a lot of balance there. I mean, it's extremely hard for smaller schools to uh, to really compete. I mean, with Mount Pisgah, you've got Mount Pisgah, you've got Tryon, you've got, um, trying to think of some more. Uh, Oglethorpe County, Dade County. Oglethorpe County, Dade County. Was in there. They're traditionally, uh, they're actually very good. Uh, he's done a Too good job with that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, all those guys, and I mean, Temple, I mean, I don't know if you've ever talked to are both fantastic coaches and I mean they've got them on the up and up so I mean it's you know 1A is going to be for the next few years uh, and uh, but what I finished my thought you know everybody else seems to be balanced I mean you mm-hmm. got Fannin and Rockmart those are the guys to beat in our state tournament uh, 4 or 3A uh, and I believe um, i trying to think of the other one who did Gilmer release to Columbus um, got um, uh, love it and well, four A's tough because you got love it and all the Sonoraville and all those guys. You know, like it's not as balanced. Uh, I would expect it to be, you know, a little bit more balanced. But I think you know the GHSA they they do what they can with what they have and um, they'll get it right. You know, what got an end. I know this is kind of off Harrison County topic, but what do you think of five A with Cass, Carter, or Cass Woodland, uh, Ware County, uh, all those guys? Oh, it's the same way, man. Like it's like I I hate to say this, and I don't want to take anything away from any. I know that Rock Mart's with us. I know that we have Fannin. Uh, I know we have Tombs. They're always tough. Uh, Vidae is in there, but it seems to me like you know they kind of move some of the tougher teams toward other tougher teams, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but then, then don't get me wrong. Okay, if if Drew Lindsay from Rockmart, who I would consider a friend, he may take offense to that. But I'm telling you, if Rockmart wrestled in one A, I think that they probably win a state title. If Rockmart wrestles in three A, I think they win a state title. Rockmart wrestles in four A, I think they compete for a state title. So I'm not taking anything away from Rockmart. It's just I feel a lot better with just Rockmart and Fannin to worry about than. Cass and love it and all those other, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Drew Lindsay, I would like to get him on the show. By the way, <laughs> Just... well, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow, and uh, I will give him your info. And <laughs> he's a really good guy, very humble. You know, you wouldn't expect him to be a pretty much dominant. We're talking to him; he's a very good guy. Nice. Yeah. Um. Uh, speaking of local, you guys, you got Central who won the state duels. What do you, you think of that? Well, you know, a lot of my kids, uh, they got into wrestling, wrestling with uh, those Central kids at the complex. Mm-hmm. I've always liked Central. Most of the guys there, Nathan Horsley, I would consider him a friend. He's one of the assistant coaches. I really like. I love talking Jeremy. to him. Oh, yeah. I really like Jeremy Fountain. Uh, when he was the head coach there, uh, I like Cody. Cody not too much, but I will tell you this. Here's a story about Cody Knight. We wrestled at Bowden last Saturday, and I think I've talked to Coach Knight a handful of times. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of struck me, and it kind of made me think, like, hey, I like him. He's a, he's a good guy. Uh, he remembered my name, which is kind of weird. Like, most people, you know, <laughs> Kind of just see him in passing. He referred to me about it. You know, I told him congratulations, coach. He said thank you, Ryan. It, you know, it's it's not me, it's the kids. So I mean, that just kind of shows you uh, the the level of just like being humble. He's a down to earth guy. I'm <laughs> happy when guys like that are able to win and and do well. I I think. It seems like to me wrestling is growing in the West Georgia area because you know you've got Central, like we just mentioned, winning in state title. You've got Carrollton girls that won the state title as well on that yep. side. Temple, uh, Temple has Sean Moistner and John Garner. They're mm-hmm. really good. Um, uh, you know uh, what is that guy? Columbus. I mean, technically, Southwest Georgia. Uh, Columbus mm-hmm. beat Gilmer, which I don't think a lot of people saw that happening. Um, you know, if you would have asked me, I would have bet it on Gilmer County. Um, but that bet. So, I mean, West Georgia is a hotbed, but you got to look at like what's here. I, I have not, you know, I wrestled back in no man's land where YouTube didn't exist and my coach never wrestled and he was that wanted the extra money and yeah, he taught us three or four things and if you really wanted to go to a wrestling school you had to or you had to go to Atlanta mm-hmm. uh, now you know you can find like five wrestling uh, schools all in our area so you got I think Livewire is still operating over in Pepperell you got Livewire in Pepperell you've got in the model area you've got um you know, you've got the complex down in Carrollton. You've got the woodshed over there near, like, I think the Carrollton-Douglas County border. 
I mean, there's just so many places where kids can go. Kids are getting more Greco-Roman and freestyle. Uh, kids are wrestling all the time now. Uh, I don't think I ever stepped foot past January or February when I wrestled. And mm. um, I've got kids coming in the summer. Full, full wrestling room all summer long. Kids who want to come out and learn more. And, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting. I wish it was that way back when I was in school. I mean, I was in school from like 04 to 08, and it wasn't that way. And I, I, I mean, I was at a small school. I was at Oldsworth County, and we'd have like maybe two short practice in the summer. Yeah. If, yeah. if we had practice. I mean, I think, you know, I, I think that things are changing for the better in the South. And I know everybody talks about Florida, everybody talks about uh, Tennessee. I think the state to watch the up and Alabama just because I've seen mm-hmm. so many high level guys from like Hoover and Huntsville and all those areas. They're wrestling in CAA uh, division one and they're coming back home. Uh, and that's kind of something you don't see in Georgia. I know there's a few that have come back. Um, I know uh, the next we've got to get some of these SEC schools to adopt wrestling. And mm-hmm. uh, I think if we do that, you know, I, the sky's the limit. I think that you're going to see us. I think that our kids, uh, if you give us a few years and if it's a viable option, 600 miles from home or more, uh, I think our kids can, our kids in the Southeast can compete with. I, I agree. You know, it kind of helps that programs like UTC and uh, Appalachian State and then, you know, schools like that have programs. Yep. Oh, yeah. And well, you know, App, you know App, App State, uh, great school. Love Mark Bentley. Uh, I've, you know, taken a kid to a couple of recruiting uh, uh, a couple of years ago, Caleb Hardiman, if you remember him, the old 220 that I had uh, to UTC, you know, uh, Campbell is not that far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, there, there's a few schools down here. Uh, and you know what has always blown my mind because the last few days I've got a junior and I've got a sophomore right now that I'm really, really to find them a way uh, to get them on a team somewhere because they want to wrestle in college. Um, and, you know, it, it's always blown my mind how receptive – these college coaches are to just, you know, you call them, you know, they'll have their number right on the website. You call, they talk to you just like a normal guy, you know, Hey, I've seen you on TV. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I remember a few speaking about how it just kind of blows my mind, how humble, you know, some of these guys are. I remember it was my first year being a wrestling coach, uh, the head coach, the head coach that I was working under Nick White was like, Hey, there's an event coming to Georgia Tech to where, you know, they're going to do like an exhibition. A lot of NCAA wrestlers are going to be there. Uh, you should come, you know. So mm-hmm. I said, okay. And uh, we got on there, and I remember just sitting down by this guy. He's wearing a suit and tie. You know, he's checks my hand, talks to me for a little bit, asks me what I do. You know, we're just talking, having a good conversation. He says, all right. He stands up. He walks over sets down in the chair and starts coaching a kid from Ohio State. 
at me and he says, that was Tom Ryan. That's the head coach of uh, Ohio State Wrestling. Nice. Uh, NCAA uh, tournament a few years ago. I actually got lucked. I lucked out, got some tickets. Uh, Brian's is the one that, you know, got us there and we sat in Missouri section. Uh, he was the same way. You know, I've, I've met, I've met a lot of these guys and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I remember Brian, I think he would agree if we talked, he said, man, if, if, if an SEC school or a Florida school, school down in Florida would get wrestling he's like, I would move there in a heartbeat. He's like, because, Girls, you got 90 degree weather for most of the year and, and the beach is 300 miles away. Uh, <laughs> you know, recruit, I could out recruit anybody, you know, <laughs> at those places. Um, so, you know, it's cool. These things and, and experience these things. And I think wrestling is, I don't know if it's because we don't have professional leagues or if it's, uh, we're just that way as wrestlers, but, you know, I've never had a bad encounter, you know, with guys who I would consider like, wow, this guy's a superstar in the sport, you know. That's what I've noticed about wrestling. A lot of the wrestling coaches that I've talked to, they're really down to earth and they're willing to talk to you no matter what. Well, I mean, deep down, man, I'm, I just like to, I'm, you know, I kind of look at it as I'm not here for a long time. Why stress about stuff that I don't have to stress about? Mm hmm. <laughs> I saw uh, just something fun to think about. I saw something on Twitter. It was a hypothetical question. If any of these schools that have rumored to get wrestling or thought of to get wrestling, like Texas or UCLA or uh, Georgia or uh, USC, who would have the best mat? Like, who would have the best-looking mat? The best mat? Uh, yeah. I'm a Georgia Bulldog football fan, so I would have to say Georgia. I mean, I think that red and black looks good. Somebody said that there needed to be a kennel on the mat side with Ugga in it, and I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, yes, put you you got to pet him if, if you walk on the mat for good yeah. luck. Yeah, uh, well, I, I think that'd be that. cool. I mean, you know, um, well, I don't know. Uh, I discussing this pretty heavily with a couple of people that I know that work for Shorter. Shorter is actually talking about restarting the program. Oh, nice. Uh, so official, you know, I talked to the AD about it because I've got one of those kids I was talking about actually wants to wrestle for them. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, they told me just discussing it, you know, talking with them that, you know, they're they're in the process of it. They just don't know when or, or you know, how far along they are and stuff like that. It's just the general canned comment that you're going to get when they don't want to talk about it yet. Uh, I, I get that. I'm actually friends with the uh, head athletic trainer over there. So really? Uh, well, yeah. I'm, I actually graduated from shorter. Graduated uh, way before they had a wrestling program. I probably wasn't good enough to wrestle for them anyway, but, uh, uh, but uh, I graduated with the head football who was also a very good wrestler. Oh, nice. Yep. That's what, I, I've seen that name on Twitter. I just didn't know who that was until now. Yeah, Zach Morrison is, uh, you know, he kind of bounced around for a while. He was a uh, wrestling coach at CUSA. Uh, that's where I graduated from high school. Uh, 
you know, OC. Then he ended up being the head wrestling coach. I think he was the OC there. And then I believe it was two years ago, he became the head coach. So he went back. Head football coach? Head head football coach? Head football coach, yes. Nice, nice. Yes. Um, Well, getting back to your guys as well. uh, So after area duels, um, how how have you guys performed so uh, since then? Well, we went up to so we got. Uh, I'm not sure if you look, but yeah, Georgia has the sectional thing now for duels. So you top four for area, and then you go to a sectional quad to where teams just meet up and they wrestle a quad. Whoever wins, uh, they go on to the elite eight. So technically, you're if you are the top four so you've made the state tournament but it's a round of 16 and you yep. go to a round of eight and at the round of eight that's where you're going to decide your champion um we went to uh as far as i know it was a random lottery they just drew them out and you know landmark again really good team uh knew that going in um we went uh we wound up losing to them but we did beat Southwest. We beat Dodge County. Uh, wrestled a fairly close to, I would argue, with Landmark. But again, my young guys, you know, they just, you know, we lost. Uh, no excuses. Um, so after that, you know, we kind of wound down, talked to the guys, told them it was, you know, hey, you know, we, we got to get our heads straight on for, uh, for traditional. Uh, that whole week, didn't do anything. Uh, the way I do wrestle offs, I went ahead and marked that week off for wrestle offs because I knew whether we went to the state, we were going to go ahead and get the wrestle offs out of the way. So, the way I do wrestle offs is uh, in dual season, if you want to challenge for the you can, you know, mm-hmm. every week, you know, uh, but at the end, anybody that's got. Our weight class, uh, we basically wrestle a series. So uh, you set up uh, for each kid, uh, and you just, if there's a tie after four, the fifth match for the tiebreaker, you know, and I think that's the fairest way to settle it. There's no lucky throws and his spot, or there's no, uh, there's no, you know, kid may be feeling sick that day. And, you know, <laughs> I, I just think that's the way to decide, you know, who gets to go into the traditional season. And we actually had a lot of wrestling. This is probably the biggest team we've ever had. Oh, wow. Yep. We had two and almost. Um, so as of, as of now, who, who, who are your starters? 106 to 285. So 106 is uh, Branson Lee. Info sheet out, and I will uh, read through that so that we can just do it right. Because probably one of my biggest strengths as a coach is I'm organized, and typically what I do is I know area is it's going to be contentious in the seed meeting. Uh, (laughs) We're not going to do a seed meeting until the way in, which I you know I'm fine with that. It's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, when somebody makes Mrs. Wade, or... we're going to do the seed meeting in the morning. So I've been spending the last week 
uh, getting this sheet ready, which is opponents and all that stuff that we've beat. So let me pull this up. Uh, let's see. All right, so 106 is Branson Lee. Mm-hmm. He is a freshman, 28 and 11. Wow. Uh, in the area, two. Uh, he's a pretty good kid. He runner-up in the Bowden Invitation. He's actually finished runner-up a couple times. Um, so, he's got a lot of growing to do, but he's, he, you know, he'll be fine. Uh, my 113, sad to say, but he actually got hurt this week in practice. Mm. Uh, he, he won't. 120 is Bryson Boswell. He's 12 and 20. You know, he, he's won a couple in the area. So he should be, you know, three or four seed. Um, good kid. You know, just got, you know, one of my younger boys. Uh, this is really where the strongest part of my lineup starts. But 126 is Gage Adams. He's mm-hmm. a junior. He's 20. Uh, he is three or, well, excuse me, he's five and one in the area. So the only kid he's lost to is Gunner from uh, – Rock Mart, who, you know, there's no shame in losing to that because that kid's like a returning state. Um, 32 is Jake Pope. Uh, again, he's 12 and 15. He's one of my younger guys. You know, he's been fighting for a starting spot. He's a senior. You know, he won his starting spot really well this year. Uh, he is four and one in the area. Uh, oh, excuse me, one and Backwards. Uh, 138. Now, this is one of my probably one of my most accomplished wrestlers. Uh, the next three, or excuse me, the next four from 38 up to uh, 65. Well, five. The, the next five are probably some wrestlers. Uh, 138, Ethan Carter. He's a senior. He's 34 and five. Uh, one loss in 34 to Rock Mart. And it was two to one. That was one of the closest. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a great <laughs> kid. Uh, but he's actually dropped down to 38. Uh, the highest he's ever placed. He placed fifth uh, last year in the uh, – or not last year, but in 21 in the state tournament. And then he didn't wrestle last year because of an injury. So, uh, But this is his last chance. He's, he's wrestling really well. He's motivated. So I think he – uh, 44 is Gabe Sheets. He's 27 and 11. Uh, he's a very much a journeyman, uh, journeyman wrestler. You know, he's he's learning the ropes here. He's you know got a lot of potential to be super good. It's just we're still learning. Um, he's actually Gabe Sheets is actually our first ever uh, freshman area champ. Oh wow! So, uh, he he was wrestling 106. That shows you how much he's grown. So he was <laughs> 106, and now he's a 144. Um, but he's a great kid. Uh, 150, Zach Sanders. I've actually kept Zach since he was in fifth grade. Um, so that shows you how long I've I've been around. So you're now, he's 34 and five. Um, he just beat really, really good 150 from Adairsville. Came back from being down five to zero. 
uh, we beat him at uh, beat him at the Bowden Invitational in the finals. So came you know back. What do you, you say? Know who that kid is from Adairsville? Uh, uh, Adam, not Adam Lance. It's something Lance. His last okay. name is Lance. Okay. Uh, but he was a good kid. You know, he he took us down, cradled us up in the first uh, thirty seconds, had us on our back. So it was five to zero. We Ooh. came back, tied it up, third, and then uh, won in sudden overtime. Um, they're uh, right here in the county. That's why I was asking about it, Ariesville. I believe it's Lance. Yeah, Lance is his name. I have him down right here. Uh, so, beat uh, everybody in the area. We haven't wrestled Rockmart. That's that's just one of those things. We haven't seen them yet because uh, mm-hmm. we didn't get to wrestle them at area. Mm-hmm. Uh, 157 is Eli Ryder. He's a sophomore. And four. Um, everybody in the area he's beaten as well. Uh, 65 is Michael Hyatt. Now, this is Clay Hyatt's younger brother, and Richard Hyatt's uh, brother. So, I've had <laughs> all of the Hyatt brothers. Um, all of them have been really, really good wrestlers. Uh, he's actually one of the ones <laughs> that pinned at Douglas County against Model and lost. Against at area duels two days later, I um, bet Clay gave him crap for that too. Oh yeah, he just he just hammered him about, and you know, to every meet, you know, giving giving Michael crap, trying to get him motivated. Uh, no other losses in the area, of course. Haven't wrestled Rockmart. Uh, one ninety is probably one of. Now I love all my kids, but one ninety special kid. His name's uh, David Bruce. He's actually a really great kid. Uh, his first year wrestler. Uh, um, he came back from probably, you know, he's a first year wrestler. Didn't have a good first of the season, but I think he even shocked himself because he ended up winning the wrestle off and everybody was sick. It's sad <laughs> if, if somebody loses the wrestle off, but he's just such an infectious kid that, uh, you know, he's just one of those kids that he's kind of like the life of the team. Like he makes everybody laugh. He, he messes with everybody, never has a bad day, but he's a, really is a, a great kid. I'm happy for him that he gets to go in and try to do it. That's awesome. Uh, 215 is Seth Thompson. He's been around for a couple of years. It's just, he's never broke into the lineup. Like I said, 190 to 285, we used to be like, the death squad pretty much, you know, so it was hard to break into that part of the lineup shaking out a little bit, but at two fifteen, is Seth Thompson, uh, you know, he hasn't wrestled a few matches this year, but he hasn't, uh, you know, just hadn't really hit that stride yet. I've been working with, um, wrestling in like a, I'll just say at a man's weight class. Like, you know, you, it's hard to be a freshman or a sophomore in one ninety and two eighty five. Um, that's definitely true you know and i always try to tell kids you know don't be discouraged it's you know you're wrestling like grown men um but yeah he's same way you know just we're just looking to go in and finish fourth or higher you know that's the thing mm-hmm. uh, and then finally 285 dylan Sorrell again he's been around for about three years he's a junior finally broke into the lineup um and uh you know He's he's going to try to do it too. You know, he's going to try to 
try to try to do the best you can. Top four. That's what I keep telling my guys. Top four, top six. Anything can happen at the state tournament. Out of all those guys, uh, 106 through 285, who has improved the most since December? Well, he would probably get mad at me, but I will say it. Um, Zach Sanders. So, Zach Sanders has always been a mm-hmm. – um, but he's always – like I can – from probably last year at the area tournament – until probably December 21st at mm-hmm. uh, R. Murchie. If Zach Sanders was going to beat you, Zach Sanders was going to beat you with a lat drop. He loved that move. He's one of those guys that would <laughs> And I've hammered him every day at practice for the last three years. You're not going to throw everybody. You're not going to throw everybody. You're not going to throw everybody. And I think it finally sunk in that you're not going to throw everybody (laughs) because he is chaining so many things together. And it kind of blows my mind how much he's improved over the last, you know, eight weeks. I mean, you know, he's hitting stuff that I thought that he cared about. You know, he's (laughs) – He's going into his Russian setups. He's going into underhooks. He's chaining stuff together. Uh, he's sliding by people. He's reattacking whenever he needs to. I mean, he's come into, you know, he's scrambling. Uh, and really, I would say Eli Ryder, one, and Ethan Carter have a lot to do with that because those two guys just, they just beat the absolute crap out of each other. Every day at practice, uh, scrambling. They don't give up free points, even if we're even if we're just going fifty fifty, uh, not going full speed. They're still not going to give you a free point. They're going to make you work for it. They're going to make you cover them. Um, you know, he's won a lot of matches this year through scrambling, something he's never done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's hitting funk rolls. He's hitting steals. He's you know, I mean, it's it's pretty fantastic to watch when it all clicks and it all comes together. If you have two guys on either side of you in the weight classes, they're going to make each other. They're going to make that middle guy better. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I'm not saying by by no means was he a bad wrestler. It was just he was kind of, you know, and this isn't a knock. He was just one dimensional. He's he's a strong kid. Uh, he's kind of short and squat. You know. He's your average 150, you know, he, you know, he, and he likes to hit those throws. And even now, you know, I've kind of worked with him a little bit because I like to throw, you know, I don't have any, I'm not a coach that says any move is bad. You know, if you're good at it, let's find a way to get to it. Mm-hmm. But even now, you know, he's, he's actually found ways to where instead of just going straight to that over under, you know, he may let you stand up out of a, out of a sprawl and then you know as soon as you push forward you're getting launched <laughs> so he's setting up the he's he's setting it up and if if he misses it he's trying to hit a uh trying to hit a low ankle a uh, outside single you know so he's he's really developing into just an absolutely fantastic awesome um who has emerged as your team leaders Either by sign, uh, by actions, or by vocal leaders on the team so far this year. 
So those three, Zach, uh, Ethan Carter, Zach Sanders, and Eli. Nice. Yeah, those those are oh, well, Michael Hyatt too. I mean, it, it, you can interchange any one of those guys. They're always pushing kids to do better. You know, they're always uh, striving to do better themselves. You know, they always want to. They always want kids to to want it more, and that's you know, as a coach, it kind of makes it easy because you can just kind of sit back and say, put your and do this here, and you know, if you got the other kids being the bad guy, that's that's kind of the way it works. Awesome. <laughs> well, you guys have got area tomorrow, like we said earlier, at Rockmark, correct? Yes. What time? What time will wrestling start tomorrow? Uh, starting at nine thirty. Nice. Um, I'll let you get out of here with some fun questions. Last time we talked about your dogs. How are they doing? How are your rescue dogs doing? They're good. They're actually sleeping all around me right now. Oh. <laughs> have y'all gotten any more no 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 we're good for now until these <laughs> these uh move on to the great beyond oh how many you got i can't remember how many how many do you have i have five. Oh, and they're the same they're the same uh breed aren't they well not all of them i've got an australian cattle dog i've got a lab mix i don't know what he's mixed with i have a pit bull uh i have a great dane and Know this this is kind of like a hillbilly term but i've got a cur uh oh. all like you know cur dog <laughs> is it a mountain cur or just a regular yeah it's, it's a mountain cur yeah he's... okay who runs the house what dog runs the house uh that would be either sadie or molly now sadie is the australian cattle dog and then molly is the pit bull they're the only two females they're the ones that are in charge <laughs> yeah nice um i know we talked about this last time but what was the restaurant that your family owns in uh, rome I, I was trying to tell my fa- uh my wife that the other day and i couldn't remember uh stanley's if you go up like 53 so you mm-hmm. hit 53 you go by where that varsity is going to be going is now oh nice got- I, didn't, I didn't know that yeah, there's a varsity coming to Rome, which is kind of crazy. Uh, so there's a Dairy Queen, and then there's a sushi place across the highway from it. And if you go past two and go straight up 53, uh, it's on the right. I think we're actually getting a uh, varsity as well right across from Georgia Highlands over here off 20. In, yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're branching out a lot, and I don't really know why. But it's, it's good. You know, I'm not complaining. Um. I, I know I'm random, but uh, though, for those who place uh, top four at area tomorrow, um, where where are sectionals going to be for you guys? Uh, Jeff Davis County. <laughs> That's a long drive. So I've got a hotel for next Friday night. We're going to ride down Friday morning. Probably roll in probably about two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Chill out in the hotel for a while. Uh, don't know if you've ever been to Jeff Davis, but pretty much all they got is a Dairy Queen. <laughs> so we'll probably eat Dairy Queen for dinner as long as everybody's on weight, and then we'll rest. I know two things about, or three things about Jeff Davis. Their basketball team's decent. They're the Yellow Jackets, and yep. their wrestling is pretty decent as well. Yep, yep, but not bad. South Georgia wrestling is pretty good. You know, a lot of people give it crap, but you do it to your, uh, you do it to your peril. Jeff Davis or. Uh, Toombs County, you might get whipped. You just 
you led me into a question I was going to ask you earlier. What is is there a difference in you know Northwest Georgia wrestling and then South Georgia wrestling? Do you notice a style difference? Um, I, I know up here in Northwest Georgia, it's a lot more varied. Like you're going to run into different styles. Uh, for instance, Rock Mart. Most of the kids that I've seen at Rock Mart, they're going to hit a low ankle. Mm. Um, I, you know, personally, I run a lot of front headlock stuff. You know, so we're always looking to get into that front headlock, or we're we're outside single with a throw by. Um, most of the kids down there in uh, that I've noted, Georgia, especially, they're just very, you know, they don't like to touch a lot that I've seen. Uh, they're going to be running no touch, you know, moving misdirection shots, stuff like that. So most of the kids they there are really fast, really athletic, um, you know, that sort of thing. They wouldn't like wrestling me then. Because <laughs> you have to touch. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I always forget that. Uh, yeah, you've got to got to the Alabama school for the ball a couple of years ago. And it, my kids were like having a fit. And I was like, no, dude, you got to you gotta touch them. You got to like, you know, you, you can't just move away from them. Next time you guys wrestle them, I want to come watch that. So you got to let me know ahead of time. Well, I'll contact the coach and see because we haven't been back over there in a couple. Um, I also I've talked to Coach uh, Allen from down there, Todd Allen from to him. So I've 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 gotten in touch with him a few times. So I'm looking to get him on the show back uh, in a few uh, soon. Yeah, he's a, he's a, um, most of the guys I've met from South Georgia. I mean, they're you know. I've only met one or two wrestling coaches that are kind of jerks. Most of them that mm-hmm. I've met, whether they're, you know, state champion coaches or whatever, they're, they're all pretty down to earth guys. And that's what most people don't, don't understand. A lot of our parents get mad, you know, about uh, teams and stuff like that. But most of the coaches are sitting in the hospitality room laughing and having a good time. <laughs> oh, well, you got anything to pub before we get out of here? No, I mean, I mean, we're we're doing all right. I hope you know, hoping that nobody gets hurt tomorrow, and hoping we we move everybody through to to the sectionals. Well, good luck tomorrow, coach at uh, area, um, and safe travels to Rock Martin and Jeff Davis next weekend. Thank you, man. Right. You have a good one, coach. I'll text you and let you know how it goes. All right, awesome. Look forward all to right. it. See you, bye.